Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ballaholics podcast. I'm here with my friend David, and we're going to be talking to you guys about soccer today. Uh, our first topic is going to be Chelsea's rough uh, few games, I would say. What do you have to say about that, David? Well, well, well. <laughs> it's been a little <laughs> tough for us this season. That's why this Christmas season. I think we predicted that it's going to be a tough one for us. And, um, and lo and behold, it happened. We don't know what's happening. Our goal scoring machines are not putting balls into the net. So it's sometimes you don't you don't want you don't want to also blame the coach. You don't want to blame the the players too because you don't even know what is happening exactly in the team. And I think Chelsea are going to struggle a little bit, but let's see. <laughs> let's see. Probably we can recover and bounce back soon. Yeah, I have to give you credit, David, because in our last podcast when we were talking about Chelsea, you said let's wait till after Christmas time to see how they're doing to judge them. Right. Uh, it's been a a very rough holiday season for us, to say the least. Right. I yes. think I think the absence of Hakeem Ziyech played a big part in that in yeah. our lack of goals. Right. Um. That's where my answers stop. I'm a little confused to why we fell off so badly, to be honest with you. I think I love Frank Lampard, but while I'm while it might not be Lampard out already, we do need to really, really ask questions now. Because for the first time this season, we see that his job's actually under threat. As a story right after the game versus Man City where we lost 3-1, a story was released that Frank Lampard's job is officially under threat. So... We have to take notice of that now. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so it, it, it is <laughs> you. You don't want to pinpoint everything to because of one player, but um, I think a lot of factors has contributed to our play. Sometimes the style of play, the formation, and also you have to look at what's happening in the defense. Because let me take an example. Look at what happens with what happened with Man City. Our defense was really bad. It was really bad. It's like Thiago Silva was just, even though he cleared the ball, but he wasn't quick to recover back to stand. He was just, you know, as if he had no aim over there. Or he thought someone would have taken some positions or cover him up. But sometimes you have to also understand the kind of players we are dealing with. Because Chelsea players... Half of them are playing attacking. Half of them are playing defense. And the other half who are, who are playing attacking don't want to come back. All they want to do is just counter and go score. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I know. Uh-huh. but if you look at the Jose, Jose Moreno style of Chelsea, everybody was a defender. <laughs> Even if you're a striker, <laughs> you are a defender. <laughs> he utilizes you to be a defender. He gives you that mentality of defending. Defend the ball and let's push. If you want to attack after your defense, that's up to you. But let's defend. The main thing is that let's defend, let's get clean sheets, and let's go forward. But these players are a little bit... I think Frank Lampard has to sack them up to let them know that, look, everything is not dependent on Kante in the middle. Kante is just a one human being. He's not a machine. He'll get tired. And, exactly. and Thiago Silva will also needs support with what's his name. Um, um, you need the was it Ben Ben Chewell is also doing yeah. well. So these are all players. I expect the attackers to draw back, back, back 
to support the defense because if you are if a defense yes they are doing their work but they need more support because these small teams these big teams when they are when the attack is dangerous but with man city oh you don't want to play with the attacking especially when de bruyne is holding the ball because that guy is just <clears throat> sorry that guy is just a beast behind the ball he just doesn't have to look all he knows he knows every movement of each player in his team so you have to just be on the alert and for the first 20 to 30 minutes like chelsea didn't know what they were doing in the defense it's like they they, they didn't even know they were playing like high school kids they were <laughs> lost they were lost in the game and yeah we was, had a we had a brief like I, I said in the first, like, 15 minutes, I think we had a brief spark of life. And we looked mm-hmm. kind of dangerous to them, counterattacking. Right. And then as soon as that first goal went in by a Gundogan, yeah. uh, it, it was over from there. That yeah. was it. And they scored one 90 seconds later, mm-hmm. which was a lasted lack of discipline for our defense. And, um, oh, right. Yeah, it just went to hell in a handbasket. Oh, yeah. And I was I wasn't surprised because I think it's it's becoming an attitude with the players right now. Now after they score as one, two, and it's like all all hopes all hope is lost. But I think sometimes to looking at players like um um what's them Tommy Abraham, and um, also players like should I say Velma or Wanda? Yeah, this, oh. yeah. This okay. Tell me, Abraham is more ambitious because he's always hungry to score. You you know you know what I mean. If you understand, because if you see him, though Chelsea might be Chelsea might be playing a draw, he, he still has hope that he's going to score. Chelsea is losing, he still has hope that he's going to score. Even if Chelsea is leading, Tammy Abraham wants to score more because he wants to put his name on the scoring sheet. Yeah, he's definitely. young and hungry. Yes, so I think Chelsea. I think we need to side these players up. Um, I know probably they are still adjusting to. I mean, who plays? I mean, who fits where? Who fits there? And also, we need to work on our midfield because I feel our midfield is too open. Because if you are playing with a team like Man City, you can play an open midfield or an open game like that. You need to close it. Have a strategy for your attacking. And you have to close the game. You can't open the game for them to operate in the midfield like that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, there's been a lot of struggles. I think two players in general have struggled the most and have gotten the most heat from the media. I wanted to cover that real quick. Mm-hmm. So, Timo Werner, mm-hmm. I I think his struggles are overstated. I think he misses a lot of easy chances. That's right. I think now he's feeling more pressure than ever. And now that he's going through a goal drought, now he seems to be playing worse because us as fans are putting most pressure on him. Mm-hmm. The person I have no worries about in my mind is Kai Havertz. Right. Even though everybody's worried about him. I knew when we got him, it's a 20-year-old kid from Germany. He's going to take about a season or two to adjust to uh, the Premier League's difficulty. And I guarantee you, give it one or two more seasons and Kai Havertz will be spectacular. Right. I agree with you. Because I think Timo Timo is doing well. Just that sometimes I believe... You see, you have to also see it from his perspective because he's the one behind the ball. and Yeah, he's played out of position too. Yes. And sometimes too, it's not easy because sometimes the way we see it on the field... Or we see it outside the field is different from when you are on the pitch. 
I've Definitely. played soccer before, and sometimes I know people might think, "Oh, this is a this is a eighty percent goal score." But behind your, I mean, you are the one behind the ball, and sometimes you striking that ball. Sometimes you just you have two thoughts, you have or many thoughts behind you, and you are like, "Should I go for it, or what should I do? Should I try it this way?" Or so it's just a lot of decisions or a lot of thoughts in your head, and you don't even know which decision to take or which part to take. So. Yes, he's going to blow a lot of chances. Sometimes I even, I even shout and I'm like, "Oh my God, how do you blow such a big chance like that?" Yeah, and... you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So let's give him a benefit of a doubt. I think probably maybe he needs a little bit of criticism from the English media. They know how to bash you well to put you back on your feet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, probably after that now, maybe he's feeling the heat now, so or he hasn't felt it yet, but. Let's see. Let's give him some time. Then maybe, maybe he will adjust. Um, also, I think um, the coach too has to be really be hard on them because I don't really see the age difference between um, Lampard and the guys. They though they are the some of they are mostly young, but they see Lampard as someone who just freshly graduated from soccer and is now coaching. So it's like, oh, we just know you to be our senior brother. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you have a more disciplined, I'm not saying Lampard is not disciplined, but if you have a coach, an elderly man, someone like Rafael Benitez, you have yeah. Moreno, that kind of style. I mean, that kind of discipline, that kind of, those kind of coaches, they don't really care. Pep Guardiola, they don't care. They'll put you, <laughs> they'll put you, I mean, where you belong to. They'll discipline you and make sure that even... Even if you are messing up, they take you out of the field. That's what club two also does with this player. So it's just a whole lot of um, a lot, a whole lot of things that Frank Lampard has to also think about because and his selection of players too is a little bit. Uh, we need to criticize him too because um, some players don't fit together or some formation don't fit or they don't fit a certain style of play for some some players. You know what I mean? So yeah. we need to also criticize him and. Uh, Kai Habad, let's give him some time, as you said, and he'll he'll pick up because the German league. Um, Big <laughs> should I say it's the farthest league? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I would say it's the, I don't want to say it's the farthest league, but it's easy, it's flexible, it's flowing. Definitely you know? compared to the Premier League, I agree with you. Yes, yes, yeah. because the our league, our EPL league, is not easy. It's difficult. A small team can just hype up and come, oh, I don't want you to be on top of the league. And that's their main purpose. They don't even care if they are at the bottom <laughs> or they are going <laughs> on relegation. Don't even give you the benefit of a doubt to, to just win their title. They would like to disgrace you and go. They are just happy because they scored, they scored a big team. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> like today what happened with Lipu, Lipu just lost to Saddamson. And Saddamson was just happy. I'm like, oh my God. The coach yeah, what a what a surprising <laughs> victory that was. So now that opens it, that right. opens the championship to uh, Manchester United. Do you think Manchester United are for real? But before well, I get to that, I wanted to ask you if if we replace Frank Lampard, though, what manager would you consider if it happens? I know you're not a fan of Lampard getting sacked right now, right? But um, if he does, who do you think he should be replaced by? Um, for now. I don't really have any coach in mind to be replaced. I mean, there are a lot of coaches outside there. And um, 
I was thinking about I was thinking about Giroud, but I think Giroud is not our kind of. He he he's not our. He wasn't raised from our academy, but we can yeah. give him a shot because looking at what he's doing with the smaller teams and things. And oh, he's phenomenal with Rangers. Yeah, I mean, he's doing well. That. Looking at if you look at the results he's providing, I think he needs to be given a shot. And I mean, these youngsters are hungry, so you just have to give him a shot. But aside from that, I think Lampard needs to be given. He, he's trying to build a team. There are times that things work for us. There are times that things are not working. So we should still give him the benefit of the doubt. And that's what happened. Every coach will have... I mean, I, you can't say that all the times that Alex Ferguson was coaching, everything was so smooth. No. There were times that he he lost some games, some crucial games. There were times that he won some important games too. So I think Frank Lampard needs to be given some ample time to, you know, prove himself that he's worth it. And yeah, I I would would agree with that, David, but I don't think anybody knows this better than you. Chelsea might be one of the most unforgivable jobs in the world. Abramovich sacks manager. If you don't do good, that's the only reason Frank Lampard is still here. Okay. Is because of what he did as a player. We have to, can we agree on that? Yeah, I agree with you because um, because uh, no no random manager would just be given time like he has. I love Frank Lampard to death. Mm-hmm. It would be sad even if he deserves it for him to get sacked. But I have one person who I would want coaching Chelsea if he leaves, and that's uh, Maxim Maximiano Allegri. Oh, Allegri! Yeah, I would yeah, love Allegri. So good. Yeah, he's so so good. But right now, I think Chelsea still... We need to just give Lampard a shot. I think Chelsea, because of how we are built, we believe in short-term success, but we need to change that kind of mentality. Um, We need to change because um, that's what... I think from the beginning, um, Mourinho built that kind of thing. He brought players that could win, you know, give us a short-term victory. I mean, he knows how to fix things in a short time, win the victory, a tournament, win and come out, win and come out. And after that, you just go on a little drought. And, you know, so we need a play. I mean, a coach that can stay for a longer time. And we, we have to look at a bigger picture. That's what matters more. Let's look at the lives. Let's look at a club. Club comes to your, your team. He needs time to build a team. He needs time to, he needs, he wants to try his formation. David, is we don't, because like Frank was only a, a manager at Derby before this, so we don't know. We Liverpool fans knew when they got clocked that it was right. going to take a while, but he would get you to where you wanted to be. We don't know that with Frank. Yes, you know he that's has right. No accolades before this. Mm-hmm. So if we bring in the the top manager. I would want. I don't know if it could happen right now. We might have to wait to the end of the season. Is Nagelsmann for RB Leipzig? Okay. I, I mean, think he's that's... phenomenal. He's a phenomenal young coach. I think he's. I read a list on uh by FIFA, and he was one considered one of the top six coaches in the world. Right. I, I think mean, he... that's good. But remember, he if he they'll give him probably three or four years, and if he doesn't achieve anything, he's going back, and that still brings us to square zero. No, I agree with you that we we have to find somebody who is very. What's the word? Very, who has the accolades and we know will deliver us a championship and silverware, and we need to stick with them. So, like Mourinho, 
I think we should have kept him for longer. I mean, he's a he he was phenomenal for our club. Right. Um, Marino was good for yeah. He was he was um, let me say excellent, and um, but Marino ran out of tactics because you know as time moves on, other players or other coaches also learn your strategy and they know how to mark you out or they know how to play your game. So and that's what's happening to Liverpool right now because most of these small teams their coaches know how to mark. Or they just come look. Mark Salah out, mark Sadio Mane out. In fact, mark their forwards. If you mark them out, hold, try and hold Fabino, or try and hold um someone a key player in the midfield, like let's say Thiago, and the rest are useless. They can they can function again. I mean, everybody knows that they can function without um their captain. So <laughs> if they just come, they know the key players to mark out, and the rest just cannot function. Yeah. yeah, that's why today you can see you can see you if you watch the Liverpool match, um, Arnold was just oh my god, he was just terrible. <laughs> he was just terrible. He was just giving out the ball, and it was the worst start in his career. So I think some teams, smaller teams, know how to, or some coaches know how to mark you. They know how to kick you out of the game so that you just you don't know how to function. If I make sense. So yeah, I think they definitely learn how to yeah. mark out players of the game. Right. So you just have to find a new strategy. Every coach has to find a new strategy of approaching each game. If you meet a smaller team, let me use this approach. Let me when I meet a big team, let me use that this approach so that you don't become you don't become so predictable. That's what well, I'm seeing yes. with Frank. I think we're seeing that he he doesn't switch it up. Mm-hmm. When, what like the elite coaches do. But yeah. but that being said though, Pep has been Pep Guardiola's been criticized for not switching it up because he plays his same style week in and week out. Right. Um Pep Pep style because he plays it in and but I you you have to also know the kind of players he's using. A player like a player like um a player like De Bruyne knows how to draw players onto himself and now you are going to short players. And now, when he does that, he knows how to link what's name. He knows how to link Bernardo. He knows how to link Fulham. So all this, all, I mean, you, you just have to know the kind of players you have and you go with it. Our team, how many players can play like De Bruyne? It's just a few. Or we don't even have any. Okay? So once you mark our key players out, the rest are not dangerous. They are just yeah, they cannot produce or they are, they cannot be productive. So it, it, it's just a whole lot of a whole lot of factors that we I mean Frank has to put in place. Consider he has to also seek advice from external sources and internal sources for to see how to work this thing out. Otherwise, um, I can yeah. say that we are not going to even finish top four or yeah. even top I mean, ten. If we're if we're not on track to finish top four. Um, I think, if I'm being realistic, I think if Frank loses one more game and it's really bad, I think he's gone. Whether or not that's right, I think that's what Abramovich will do because I've seen him do it before. Um, you know, nobody wants Lampard to succeed more than you and I and just Chelsea fans in general. But right, same time, it it is terrible to watch our team getting battered like this, that's especially true. after going 18 games unbeaten. 
But um, moving on from Chelsea, I was bringing up earlier Manchester United. Do you think that they could win the Premier League? Do you think they have what it takes? <laughs> uh, well, um, I can't say they can win. Um, it's too early to say because one thing about one thing about Manchester United is that they can choke. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the truth. They, they they lack consistency in their game. Definitely. You know, one time they do well, another time they are just appalling. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. A little, it sounds a little bit like us, doesn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be surprised that you can drop from that place and come and join us. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy how much movement there's been in the Premier League from. Yeah. Not too long ago, Arsenal was 16th, and now they're three points behind us. Yeah, that's how I tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anything can happen. So it's too early to tell. Because right now, the game is too open, and we just have to enjoy what's going on. This is what we call competition. And let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I think I, I really agree with you when it comes to Manchester United. I am not a fan of Manchester United, as you may know. I cannot stand them. So, um, (laughs) I'm going to hope that they can't, but I got to give it to you. Uh, Premier League Player of the Year is definitely Bruno Fernandes. Oh, yes. question. Oh, yes. There's no competition. You can bring up any other name. It's Bruno Fernandes any day of the week. Yeah, probably he will get it. Is it PFA? Yes. Yes. He, he he I think he's the top candidate for it already because looking at his stats, looking at the kind of changes, the improvement he has brought to Manchester United, um, he deserves it. If he goes to someone else, I'll be like, uh <laughs> but I yeah. mean he deserves every everything, every all the stats or everything points towards him. So yeah, he deserves we should give him a shot. Yeah. Um what do you think about PSG sacking Tuchel and then uh, signing Pochettino? Right. So, with, <laughs> I think um, I don't see any difference between Pochettino and the German, the German was named coach. Oh, no, Ar- Argentinian. Oh, he's Argentinian? Yeah. I thought, oh, I thought he was from German, Germany. No. <laughs> oh, this one. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so hmm, to shell, well, he's doing well though. He's doing well. well not um, anymore. He's gone. <laughs> but you know, I think um, PSG has to be realistic. Has to be realistic because you can't be in a farmers league and you want to win something good. I mean, look, he did he did his best by sending them to the finals, but it's up to Neymar and all those. I mean. In, I mean, all his, the other players to win the league. I mean, to win the Champions League. That has been their dream for the past, I mean, whatever, 10 to 15 years now. That's been their dream, to win the Champions League. Most of the coaches they sack is because they are not winning the Champions League. So, I mean, but for Pochettino, he has he has incredible he has incredible stats. I don't say incredible, but it's almost the same thing as what... I think he's a little overhyped. Would you agree yes. with me when I say that? <clears throat> okay, with Pochettino, one thing I can I can give him credit for some things he has changed in Tottenham. And um it's just that it's the mentality of the boys in Tottenham. Those guys were still playing like, you know, 
academy players. It's like there were there was no no aim. There's no enthusiasm. I mean, there's no enthusiasm over this. Like everybody is just playing because we want to look young and everything. But look, when 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 Moreno came, Son had Son has to Son change within a few weeks. Was it weeks? Because there were some chances that he was blowing, and Moreno snubbed him. Moreno even got mad at him. So. You can't be. I think he gave them too much space to just you know mess up and stuff. But so you Pochettino's too much of a friend to the players, right? Than being hard. I think some some maybe his personality is um, maybe the friendly type, but Moreno doesn't want to sit on those nonsense and you don't accept nonsense. So yeah, so let's see what happens in PSG. Sometimes you you just have to watch, keep quiet, watch and see how things go with them. They might win their Farmers League, League One. They will win their domestic cups and everything, but the Champions League will show how much desperate they are to win. And with the Champions League, you need a tournament coach. A tournament coach is more of like a Moreno, Moreno style. They come, they have a strategy for each game, and they come, they'll do everything to win the game. Even if their players have to get a red card, they'll do everything to get a red card and win the game. <laughs> so yeah. Even if they have to pack the bus, they'll pack the bus and win the game. So you you need a tournament coach, and I think Pochettino has that has that was name characteristics to win. So let's let's try and support him with his new job. And who knows, PSG can win with his second, maybe going back to this season to win the was name UEFA Champions League. Yeah, possibly. Um, I just wanted to say one thing, right? Looking around on the internet, I've been looking at a lot of articles saying who the next Chelsea manager might be, mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of mentions of Tuchel, and I do not want that to happen. Oh, no. No, I will be so upset if we have him as our manager. Probably he will survive. If he can't get, he'll survive if he can get it done with him, <laughs> what makes you think he's going to get it done with a struggling Werner and Tammy Abraham? Oh, I know. That's why I said he will survive two seasons. <laughs> Yeah. I the, the last person I want for the new Chelsea job is Thomas Tuchel. Yeah. Anybody but him. I do not want him yeah. as a Chelsea manager. <laughs> I don't I want a coach like Mourinho is. My favorite types of coach. Yeah. Um if you want to coach like the way Mourinho coaches, then it means that don't. you need to be yeah. you need to be really be disciplined with the players because if they sh- if you show any sign of weakness, um, they are going to, and you don't want to also be too friendly with them. But you know, every every coach has his own personality. Like club, so that he, you know, club has a balance. He smiles with them. He he hugs them and everything. Moreno doesn't do that. He doesn't have time to be be friends with players. So you have to look at the kind of style you want to bring on board and go with it. Yeah, I agree with you. What do you think about Arsenal completely turning it around in the past couple of weeks? Well, <laughs> well with us now. David? Oh, yeah. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> even, the, even our own keeper, Mendy, was surprised. He was like, oh, my God, it's entering the post. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I least expected it because <clears throat> Saka Saka has been one of the he has been one of the most improved players this season. 
um, you can see the zeal, you can see the, you can see that this guy is determined to do something or put some respect on his name. <laughs> and um, oh yeah, that's true. And I mean, I mean that's us now. It's it's a ground for youngsters or academy players to show what they have, and and that's what he's doing. I think they are giving him the opportunity to prove himself. So yeah, he's doing that, and. There are other players too. I can see Obama Young is also doing his best. Lacazette is also, when he comes on board, he's doing his best. And I think, in general, the midfield is solid now for for Arsenal. So I think gradually, probably, they will just find their way into their top four. Yeah, I know Arsenal. They are, yeah, they might enter top four. I know Arsenal. That's how they are. They are, they'll be they'll just be creeping behind people and they'll just enter top four from nowhere. I don't think, is, I, don't think <laughs> I don't think they have it in them to end up in top four. Not unless they make a, a move. Well, they are making a move, but it's slow by sure. You just don't you see them coming. That's how Arsenal is. You will never see them coming, but you at the end of the day, you see them there. <laughs> yes, that's how they are. And I think Leicester, if I'm looking at Leicester, I think Leicester is too early to call whether he's going to be on top four or not top four. And um, for City, City, I know City will definitely enter top four. Now, you see, I was telling you, City, City is just coming. He's crawling, but he's just, you, you see him coming. That's how he is. That's how City is. He's also the invisible man. All you just see is that he's leading the table just one day. And now he has about two matches to well, yeah, play. Yeah, that's so what I was going to say. So they have matches. two games in hand. So if the league stopped right now and they played their two games in hand and won both, they'd be first place. Right. That's why I said you never see them coming. They are the, he's the invisible man. That's how Pep Guardiola is. He lets you enjoy your victory. Then he just comes. <laughs> <laughs> he's forced the so whole let's, show. Let's move so... on to the uh, next league. Uh I think Atletico Madrid is going to win La Liga this season. What do you think? Yeah, I think so because um, I've not been impressed with what Real Madrid is doing this season. Um, It's just, oh my God. Sometimes I even feel lazy to watch Real Madrid matches because there's no, there's nothing to, there's nothing to motivate you to watch them, if I'm making sense. (laughs) Yeah. And for Barcelona, I don't know. I think um, Messi's departure is really affecting them some way or somehow. So let's see. Let's see. I think that league needs. They need and now they need to make sure. They need to make sure that they find a way to invest into that league again. Yeah, because yeah. as soon as Messi leaves, and and people who are fans of Barcelona and Real Madrid won't like this, but Messi is mm-hmm. going to leave this off season. Is my belief. And as soon as it does, yeah, that league is going to take such a massive hit financially and just respect-wise. Mm-hmm. Because with right. the loss of Ronaldo, they already lost lots of viewers. And um, if you lose Ronaldo and Messi, then, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough for anybody, for them to get the same numbers. I think then it clearly becomes Premier League is the best league in the, in the world. I think it is that. That's always yeah, been no, I agree That's with you, but I think double. people would definitely <laughs> say that now. Um, as for Atletico Madrid, I think the acquisition of Luis Suarez was phenomenal. Phenomenal right. for Simeone, who plays a defensive 
defensive-minded team where he just needs that mm-hmm. one striker who can put a goal in every game and just hold the – and then just have a clean sheet and just win 1-0 all day long. That's <laughs> all. <awesome. laughs> yeah, that, that's the strategy. That's what I said. You just have to know which strategy that works for you for every yeah, game. That's consistent. So, but – yeah, consistency has helped him, and now he has achieved his goal. And I'm even sad that he has kicked. They have kicked um, Diego Costa out of the team. I don't know what happened, but I just don't want to read it because I know definitely that guy will just be full of indiscipline art. So Diego <laughs> Costa. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Diego Costa. I was there. Was part of me battling, like. My first instinct as soon as they dropped him was like, oh, Chelsea can get him. And then I'm like, no, the last thing is a striker. No. <laughs> the last thing he is a striker yeah. right now. Um, mm-hmm. So it is the January transfer window, David. Is there any player that you think Chelsea should pick up? Um, The question is, do we need to spend more? I agree with you because there's only so much that money can fix before. I think. I think we're realistically looking at like the last couple of weeks of Frank Lampard as manager. Yeah. Yeah. I think he shouldn't rush in buying, but he should rather instead look at what is really important and fix it. Because right now we have a potential of being in the top. Four. I'm not going to say we are going to win the league, but we, we can be in the top four. top four. Definitely. We can be in the top four. We can still pull some threats. And I know Leicester will just drop out. Uh, my United might Yeah, they could choke and fall. For sure. (laughs) Yes, they can choke. And they'll enter top four. So, yep. And, yeah, I know definitely Mm -hmm. Liverpool will just... Might take... Liverpool or City might take the league. Manchester City might win the league, to be honest with you. I think they're just going to come out of nowhere and they could... They could find a way to win the league and surprise everybody. It, it's so oh, open yeah. this year because, realistically, any everybody has a chance to win the league if you're top six or above. I think even right. Chelsea, while I don't think it'll happen, they do have a shot. Like it's not, it's not out of the question. We are seven points behind first right now. It's mm-hmm. not like last season when nobody was even in the rearview mirror of Liverpool. You know right. what I mean. so yeah i think they should we should we should we should just see what's going to happen we should just we can't we can't tell who's going to win but the top four definitely i know my united might choke if 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 i don't want to say it's going to happen but if yeah um, if he gets if he's injured Oh my God! They are dropping. no. If if Bruno gets hurt, that whole team will—they're just gonna bottle it. The whole reason oh, yeah. they are doing what they're doing right now, and nobody can tell me any different, is because of Bruno Fernandez. The that's, minute he was dropped true. into that and... team, I mean, he made—I've—I've I've never seen a player in the Premier League get dropped into a team and make as much of an impact as he has. Yeah, I haven't seen that before. Well, I would like to say... But he literally was dropped in within that week. He was scoring and assisting goals. Right. Within a short time, you could see that there was was a change. There was a transformation. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So I think he deserves it. He deserves even he should have gotten that award after the season. And well, who knows? After this season too, they'll give it to him though. But probably. But let's see. Let's see what's gonna happen. And um who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I hope they don't choke somewhere. But Chelsea definitely might make it to top four, top five. And uh, uh Liverpool can Liverpool will definitely be in top four. I don't know what is happening. City will make it. Um Tottenham, huh, I don't know. Tottenham, let's talk about Tottenham a little, then we, we wrap up. You know, Tottenham has really been doing well lately. And um I like the likes of um Hurricane and Son. Their combination is really so I don't know. Effective. What's the Effective. even the best word? They are so tactical. They are yeah. tactical or they are so their strategy is good and you don't know which one to mark at any time because anyone can just drop to the midfield to to come support and they all go and strike together. So we can also rule them out because Tottenham can win the league. Moreno is Moreno is serious. He's not joking this time around. So, <laughs> so we can rule them out. The most dangerous. Yeah, so we can tell what. And you know, City right now, we don't know what's going on with that because sometimes once you know, we least expect they choke and you don't know what to happen. You're like, oh, I didn't expect this from City. So we let's let's give them some time. Let's see who are those in the Champions League who are going to drop, those who are going to stay. Because this the Champions League is going to affect it's going to affect um some people. And I know Pep Guardiola, if he affects him, his his backup plan is to still win the league, the domestic league. So yeah. But apart from that, his main target is to win the Champions League. I think, yeah, so. I think, I mean, um, Chelsea's still in Champions League. Our main target should be top four in Champions League. Right. That's very so, uh, Yeah, I think that wraps it up for today, David. Thank you for being here again. Right. Thank you so much. All right. Have a wonderful one.